Hello and welcome back to the HBO Boys discussing The White Lotus. Today, Season 2, Episode 3, entitled Bull Elephants. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's the only reason anyone has actually come to this uh, episode of White Lotus, <laughs> to hear us do... It's not even beatboxing, it's just no. kind of noises? Yeah, it's just like screaming and shrieking and... That's all it is. But higher and more Italian. It's it's a little turkey-ish. It's a little turkey-ish. Which makes narrative sense as we are in November coming up on Turkey Day. Turkey Day. Here in the United States of America. So the sort of does fit in. That's very nice. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Give me that stuffing. Yeah, uh, I watched this episode twice because you I did, fell, you fell asleep. asleep. I fell asleep during the first one, and to be honest, I I'm I'm not trying to like no, deflect here, but it's more the couch's fault than mine. The couch, you is know what? Too, I'll give it to you on that one. I, I say this all the time in that room. The cou- I need to just sit on like a diamond sanding on top, like on top of a pillow so that I, um, so that I stay awake. I don't know why that's, yeah, it's tough. Or just, it is tough. Right. Just sit on some thumbtacks so that I can stay awake and watch this show on Sunday nights. But I did, uh, I finished the episode. And so, uh, let's go over what happened and discuss our feelings about the things that happened, which is the whole conceit of this podcast. I'm I'm also surprised that Sam was able to stay up more than you were. She has a resolve that is unmatched. She has the ability to stay awake through anything. It's um it's just something that's not in my bones. The moment I am warm and comfortable, I am unconscious. <laughs> that's it. Dead. Can can confirm multiple yeah. times. A lot of times. More <laughs> I, hundreds probably. Yeah, video and photo evidence. Yeah, a lot. Well, yes. That's <laughs> That is, we did used to take uh, photos of our friends when they fell asleep, which in retrospect feels creepy, feels weird. (laughs) Now it's a little weird. It is weird. Then it was very funny. It was a great (laughs) bit that everybody really enjoyed. And we all need to you, you guys, the audience, to know that it was funny then. Now, yeah. now looking at them, I'm like, okay, delete. That's weird. It's on my, it's on my phone. Same with that and selfie Sunday. Yeah, selfie Sunday. Yeah, like a lot of pictures of Adam sleeping. That needs to go. Me and and other Ryan and yeah, people Elliot, that our audience don't know. <laughs> they don't know all these people that they don't know, but we know. So I'm going to say their names. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> anyway, anyway, season two, episode three starts. We get to dive a little bit more into the personal life of the hotel manager, Valentina. Mm. Yeah. We see her pick up a coffee in town. Being a real bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's harsh. And she the does, guy was just like, eh, ciao, I guess. Yeah, sure, you're right. <laughs> right. She does tussle verbally with a hassler, you could call him. And then she walks down the street on her way to work as Ethan runs past her. We cut straight to Dominic, who is waking up and instantly regretting sleeping with the girls again, which no sympathy. No one should have. I don't care about your regret, sir. You keep making the terrible choice and being like, oh, no. Oh, I did it again. Oh, no. I just just can't stop sexing. This is somehow the world's problem and not my own. (laughs) I'm going to find a way to blame it on my son. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah. Real easy. That's, that's oof. And then it gets worse because Dominic's father, Bert, the farter and passer outer, sees yeah. the women exiting his room. We then cut to Harper readying herself for Ethan's arrival in the morning. She's been told that she uh, is, is not into the sex early in the morning. So she's just like, okay, let's put on some skimpy clothing, some makeup, some perfume. And, and, and when Ethan walks in, we are going to get into it. But nope, he just looks at her and he's like, hi, shower hey, time. What you, well, yeah, what are you doing there? I don't know. Uh, and she was doing a great job, too. <laughs> yeah. A number one job. I think yeah. it was uh, pretty obvious what she was trying to accomplish. And then it did not happen. Failed. Which is, this is how you know it's fiction. Seamlessly goes into another conversation about oh, yeah. how she's like, I'm going to be the life of the party today. <laughs> You just rejected me sexually, but I'm going to be so happy for you. <laughs> I'm going to be so happy, and and the Sullivans are going to see me and be like, whoa, that's another version of Harper who is, like, so psyched to be here. Who yeah. is this Harper? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, let's not discuss our, our marital issues and go straight to me being just, like, whoever you want me to be today. Fiction! Yay! When Ethan and Harper arrive, to the breakfast that morning where Harper's a new and improved me. Uh, mm. Daphne invites Harper on a trip to Noto, which is a few hours away, right after Cameron is like, no, I can't hang out with you today. I got two jet skis and somehow hasn't had, we haven't had this conversation prior to this moment. <laughs> like, but you got, you got to go to Noto, right? Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> you and her go away and then we stay here and be on jet skis. That sounds amazing to me. And she's just like, okie doke. And they both go. And Harper's face is just like, kill me. Kill me yeah. now. I have to go. So no, 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 no. Then in the next scene, Tanya is losing it. Oh, yeah. Greg is packing up and leaving to do whatever nefarious shit he's doing. Sketchball. Sketchball Supreme. Mm. And it seems as though she didn't actually overhear Greg talking about oh? possibly cheating on her with another woman. No, I mean, like, I think her vibes would be different than this if she actually heard that conversation. I think she would mm. be at least a little bit more frustrated, angry, and she's not. She's just depressed. Maybe she what? did, but I don't think she did. Was it, you think, for us, the audience, to be able to hear that and know and then just kind of, you know, sulk with her about that fact with her not knowing? Yeah, a little bit. And kind of also to like build up the moment. Like one day in this season, she's going to find out what mm. exactly is happening. That is probably some sketchball supreme bullshit. And yeah. we get to witness that blow up, which I'm looking forward to because yeah. fuck Greg. He can go with his football over the mountains. <laughs> yeah. And we find out that I don't know how soon after that it was at their scene, but we find out. That he was cured of his terminal illness thanks to Tanya. Mm -hmm. um, so she did, in fact, save his life. Right. With, I mo thought we, with you know, money. That would just be glazed over. They yeah, with money. Exactly. Money at the problem, and now he is cured. So he is alive because of her, but lying. So that's not, that's like ultra not chill. Yeah. Yeah. Dominic then asks Bert very politely to not bring up the girls to him ever again 
because <laughs> I can't have what I'm doing wrong thrown into my face. Like, how dare you? Again, the world's problem, not <laughs> yeah, mine. <right. laughs> so I'm not here for your judgment, dad. That day, they are going to visit the locations of The Godfather Part 1 and Part 2. Love as they this. were shot in Sicily, and they go off into the world as Harper and Daphne also go out to Noto, and Cam sees Lucia and Mia from afar, who are entering yet another shopping spree. <laughs> we have like a two or three minute conversation here once we get to the Godfather locations, mm-hmm. where Bert is waxing poetic about how good the Godfather movies were. And Albie is like, well, yeah, you would think that. And Bert's like, what the f- what do you what are you fucking what are you fucking talking about? <laughs> He's like, well, I mean, uh, of course you and my father would like the Godfather movies. They sort of just like remind men of the glory days of the patriarchy where you can solve every problem with violence and people in your family die, but as long as you maintain power, everything's cool. Yeah, you misogynistic pig. Right. And <laughs> That conversation was a little annoying, not because, like, I don't think he's wrong. No. I think his points are valid. That doesn't make the movies not good. But also, like, it is a little bit like Mike White's take on wokeism. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, you can be right, but you can still be very annoying while saying the words. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think more often than not, that's the case. (laughs) Yeah. And perhaps it's a little bit like Albie's face. He's a very punchable face. So you just hate his face like Jeremy Renner. I, I hate Jeremy Renner's face. Wait, I hate. No, that's not true. It's not Jeremy Renner's face. That's the problem. Okay. (laughs) It's his entire being. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Understood. Albie, just very punchable face. They're different levels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just this one's a light tap. Jeremy Renner is burying the ground. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) As this conflict is occurring, Portia gets a call from Tanya, who's just like, where are you? Come to me now. I need my emotional support assistant. And uh, and Portia takes her leave to go visit with Tanya while she is going to get a tarot card reading that she has asked Valentina to set up for her in her room. Do you guys do house calls? That was pretty yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys yeah. do house calls? No, why is mine just I really South Park? Ne- I need it really bad. Bad. <laughs> yeah, mine's just a South Park character. Yours is actually yeah. decent. Anyway, the tarot card reading goes terribly. The tarot cards are basically just, you know, in a show that is, it feels like it is leaning into, uh, not like the supernatural, but, mm, uh, you know. Yeah, it, I know what you mean. It, it, it is like focusing on statues of heads in Sicily, sure. Italy, every now and again with ominous music underneath. Yeah. And, you know, with long, drawn out shots of the ocean. Again, ominous pointedly Mm. ominous myth legends and lores right with the tarot card reading completely predicting that greg is deceiving tanya for someone beautiful in his life quote unquote tanya just lets (laughs) or tells the person to get out of the room just like you're being negative i don't need this this negativity negative Maybe I'm the beautiful lady. And she's like, no. No, no, not you. You Peppa Pig. Like, oh, no. Anyway, so that goes poorly. But that was probably the funniest scene. Oh, yeah, it was great. In the episode that, and I'll, I'll, 
Ugh. An episode that I found a little boring, if I'm being honest with mm. you. Yeah, you fell asleep, so. It wasn't that. <laughs> that, again, like, it could have been The Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, my favorite oh, movie, no, no, no. during the taking of Helm's Deep at max volume, and I still would have fallen asleep. <laughs> this was a whole other thing, where just, yeah. like, the pacing was very slow, and they were marinating on character moments. Oh, sure. But then, I think the payoff at the end of this episode was pretty intense. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know how intense it was. We'll get there. Okay. And... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we port over to Noto, where Daphne is revealing to Harper that they are actually staying the night. Aren't you excited? Ooh, girls' night. Harper wants to absolutely jump off a cliff. Yeah. Literally and figuratively. And they also, at this time, are high on edibles. So they are kind of within a large mansion that is weird, Italian, and creepy. Harper is looking up at the wall, wondering if it's melting, probably. Yeah. <laughs> And Daphne is talking about, like, the way that she manipulates Cam because she knows that he is cheating on her, at least once that she knows of. But you can tell in her voice, she knows probably that he's done it more than that and that he power grabs an alpha dogs as often as he can to her, to Ethan, to everyone in his life. So she does things like this, like call him and be like, we're not coming back. I do what I want. We're having so much fun. Yeah. And that's where she grabs her power from. She is scraping back power by just doing whatever she pleases at any given time. (laughs) But I feel like you can tell also while she's saying this that like even with that power grab, it is nowhere near the amount of power being held over her to have a relationship with a man who is cheating on her and they have kids and also by something else that happens in about five to ten minutes, their life, like, <laughs> isn't going super great. No. And when, I wonder if she knows that or not. Uh, you know, when Harper asks her, hey, does he ever cheat on you? And she's just like, yeah, there's, like, one time that I know of when really it's probably many, many, many. Does she know or is she just saying that to cover herself up? Right. It happens like, in this she ashamed? episode. So yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. And like, you know, there's a conversation that happens between the guys that are just assumes that he does this very frequently. Right. He makes a point to Ethan that everybody cheats. It's a normal thing. Just like get totally. over yourself. <laughs> and Ethan's like, I don't think that's true, man. Yeah, yeah. And Daphne also has a conversation that I, with Harper that I liked where she was like, I have met Cam's friends, some of the most well-off financial dudes in the world who are actual psychopaths. Right. <laughs> and Harper's like, but not Cam, though. And Daphne's like, no, no, not Of course Cam. not. No, of course she, not. He's not a psycho. He's mine. He's not psycho. I bet he's a little psycho. <laughs> I bet he's a, bit, he's a little tiny bit psycho. And like, that's not a word you can throw around these days. No. Right? <laughs> like, and this might be like a positive version. Something positive that came out of wokeism is that like calling people crazy, calling people psychotic, not chill anymore because it's like a medical diagnosis for somebody. Mm. But mm-hmm. you can also tell that when Daphne's talking about it, she's talking about it in the way of that medical diagnosis. Like, these are actual psychopaths. Right, right, right. And not my cam, though. No, He's a no normal of guy. course not. No, no. We only have perfection in our family. Perceived perfection. <laughs> <laughs> sure. We then cut back to Ethan, who 
we finally get the bomb dropped, which is pretty straightforward the entire time as to why mm-hmm. he invited Ethan and Harper here in the first place. He wants Ethan to invest money in his financial firm so that they can make money off Ethan together. Right. right. Oh, yeah. Always together. Ethan seems to see through him, but still says yes. So who cares? Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> But is he? Does he really agree, or is he just saying, "Yeah, yeah, that sounds great, dude"? And then just hopefully, when they get back, if they get back, right? And also, like, is a little part of Cam's plan to mm. get Ethan to cheat on Harper and then blackmail him when he oh, doesn't want to give money? Because that be, feels that feels yeah, like it feels, an, <laughs> it feels like an obvious next step, right? It feels like where it's going. <laughs> yeah, but uh, although that could be too on the nose, like. The thing that I've learned about this show is what you think will happen. It may very well may not happen. Mm-hmm. It does feel like Mike White takes into account. Sure, that does seem like the obvious narrative next step. Let's just go like opposite 180 and do something yeah. crazy stupid. <laughs> right. Back at the hotel, Ethan and Cam meet up with Lucia and Mia, who have just been told that they will not be hanging out with Dominic the rest of the week. They take ecstasy and mm. then mm-hmm. start partying. Just so many parties. Start being fucking rad, dude. My favorite was that they said, uh, we have Viagra, and he's like... <laughs> <laughs> no, don't need that. No, we have heart penises over here. That is not <laughs> going to be uh, a, a, a problem. But the Lady Molly sure can come to this party <laughs> if she wishes. And then Lucia's just like, well, that's going to cost some money. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Cam very confidently is like, money is what I got. <laughs> not a problem. Except for it is totally a problem. <laughs> Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online master's of social work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. We then catch another glimpse of Valentina's personal life. She's eating lunch alone out on the street with small kittens. She seems to be fostering. So very, like, very cute. Yeah, super, super cute. And right after this is when Isabella, who works at the hotel, walks up to Valentina and is like, yo, I look up to you, dude. You don't take <laughs> any shit and you're awesome. And then they kind of make a little eyes at each other. Was that just yeah. me? Was I? Was uh, I uh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe they did. I don't know. Like. I think this show does a very good job of selling sexual tension when there isn't and also like selling sexual tension when there is and making those two vague enough where you don't know what if it's real. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I mean, maybe that would be an interesting move. Power bottom. (laughs) Yeah. We also find out around here that Mia did not sleep with Dominic. She actually just fell asleep while Lucia did all of the hard work. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, hard work yeah and then zing. you know zing zing ding giuseppe then tries to do a friends with benefits thing with me and she's like god right. damn it everybody fucking sucks you suck <laughs> and then joins again ethan and cam at the table while they go try to uh, start to party while ethan's just like no no god but he still does it anyway right he just doesn't have it in him to say no 
Mm-hmm. And then when he does say no, he actually is. It's a very like light line in the sand that can be stepped over by Cam immediately with yeah. pure aggression that Ethan is just not equipped to deal with. Right. In the same scene, Tanya is looking over at a man who is sitting at a table who is looking at her uh, like he wants to talk. And that makes her uncomfortable. So <laughs> she leaves. Yeah, that guy, I can't think of his name. I've seen him in a few things. Most recently, I saw him in Bird Box. Did you watch Bird Box with Sandra Bullock? Yeah, but on, I on the Netflix. I was cosplaying at the time, so I also mm. had a bandana over my eyes. So Understood. I didn't see any of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> there's one actor in there. It's that guy from White Lotus, the the kind of like the one they kept showing. I don't know his name, but I've seen him in a bunch of stuff and I do like him. So that's positive. I hope he makes more showing. Portia then says to Tanya, I'm not really into Albie. Like he's nice and he's smart, but he's kind of like too nice. He doesn't make yeah, my to a fault. Yeah, he doesn't make my heart race. And Tanya's like, cool, like man. stop, stop, stop <laughs> it. I have been dating assholes my entire life. Perhaps don't have the feelings that you're having right now. Yeah. <laughs> Like you said, they do a good job at kind of vague, making sexual tension very vague. But that scene where she's sitting by the pool with Albie and Mystery Man in the pool, I think that was pretty intense sexual tension. Yeah, she looks at a guy who is absolutely ripped. Yeah, has uh, tattoos Said all over about his, his body. Nipples. Yeah, he gets in the <laughs> yeah. he gets in the pool and he's like, "Oh my nips! Oh my nips! Oh my nips!" <laughs> so immediately, I like him. I like that yeah, guy. Right. Uh, he, he is not, he's just like not trying to be cool and if he was he failed so that yeah. makes him more likable instantly <laughs> right when they go back to their rooms ethan and cam are doing separate things cam is partying ethan is locked on the other side of a door and mm. kind of just wants this to end he wants this to go away with the earlier conversation from cam saying that cheating doesn't matter echoing through his mind and that everybody do it <laughs> dumb dumb idiot <laughs> he then opens the door and is met at said door by mia who is obviously wasted they all are they've been drinking an incredible amount and they are high mm-hmm. mia again who did not sleep with dominic the night before initiates going over to ethan and kissing him they make out for about five seconds at which point ethan says no and she walks away and then he while smoking a cigarette just sort of like droops down the wall (laughs) completely dejected and is like oh fuck (laughs) and watches cam get it in yeah like yeah on screen lucia and cam are just doing the sex yeah, yeah, yeah. Albie kisses Portia. And it was weird. It was weird. But so it was, weird. It was like, yeah, get, 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 get ready for me to be an aggressive boy who, <laughs> who wants to do this to you. Yeah. Like, he's just being odd, but it, they go yeah. up back to the room. Uh, he's like, do you want to go to my room? And she's like, eh. And then he's like, do you want me to walk into your room? And she's like, eh. fine, sure. Okay. I'd rather stay here by the pool with his jacked dude about his nips. Right. I love that nip guy. (laughs) Kind of want to chill with him. The episode then ends with Harper after having this conversation with Daphne about uh, how Cam cheats and the people that Cam knows are psychopaths and Mm. just being in a very weird spot, still very high, calls Ethan. We see Ethan's phone ringing and him not paying attention to it while he smokes on the ground. (laughs) And it goes to voicemail 
with Harper going and sitting on the bed and being like, well, fuck, is he cheating on me? Is like, is that what's happening right now? Right. And uh, yeah, a version of that did happen. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There's a little bit of infidelity going on there. However, you know, it, he did stop it. So, I'm torn whether or not he will actually do it. Yes. You know, but this is how that conversation goes. Yeah. <laughs> so two girls came back up to the room. They were prostitutes that cam hired. It wasn't even my idea. Like I didn't want it to happen, but they did come up to the room. He had sex with Lucia. Again, he says that, or Carper says that he is honest to a fault. So, you know, right. we don't know yet, but is he going to tell the complete truth right. to Harper? Right, right, right. This might be the first time where he does a big lie, but it maybe not. Maybe he just says all of it. And then that conversation ends with, but we just kissed and then I said no. And the next line of any person in a relationship ever is never, oh, okay, that's chill. <laughs> that's chill. I'm going to be really good today. <laughs> yeah, hey, I'm going to be so good today again because you were so good last night when you <laughs> kissed a prostitute for five seconds and then said no, thank you. So, that's yeah. What, you know what, though? I, I wouldn't be surprised, though. Like uh, the vibes I get from, from Harper are she's kind of like, begging for his approval kind of in some weird way like you know she's dealing with her own stuff like with the other couple but she's almost like begging for her husband to like want her and pay attention to her yeah and, he just and isn't. then right and then he rejects her and then in the same day kisses a prostitute that's right. not that's bad that's real that's bad. bad but but will that be bad enough for her if he tells her the whole truth, yeah. that's something we'll have to see what her actual yeah. reaction to it is. I, I I don't think it's going to be positive. No, I think that, yeah, definitely not. And perhaps <laughs> at that point, she will do what Daphne said that she does, which is whatever she wants. Yeah. Or flip flip side, she's cool with it and like goes along with it. Like that could be the other side of it. I, that's highly unlikely, but Again, yes. Who knows? Right. Like, <laughs> it is highly unlikely that that's what happens. But uh, yes, as you said, that might be the White Lotus 180 that Mike White pulls. Right. I don't think it's going to happen that way. I think Harper is going to be like, okay, then if you're going to do that, then I'm going to do whatever I want. And right. that will be something that is, I don't think, like, it's not an overreact. Like the first thought I thought was an overreaction. It wouldn't be an overreaction, but would it would be an overcorrection? Sure. Uh, like if that's what it feels like, it's happening in this ramp up of this story, which is she hears that she's like, "Fuck you, that sucks," and. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to do a Daphne and do whatever I want. And then overcorrects so hard that he kissed a prostitute and then said no for five seconds, which I'm not apologizing. That's sh- that's shitty. And then yeah. she's just like, I'm going to fuck a dick. Like, <laughs> like, <I> just- <laughs> yeah, she's going to go real hard into it. <laughs> but who knows? I honestly don't know what Harper is going to do because yeah. uh, she is a bit of an enigma as a character at this point. I don't think we've seen her in her real true form no, I don't uh, in a so. social setting at the very least as of yet. Yeah. Yeah. This is uh, this is their new wealthy person lifestyle in the future episode or in like the next on the only thing I really picked up was that Lucia asks for the money the next morning and yep. Cam is like, I'll get it, baby. I'll get it. I don't have it <laughs> Eventually. Right now. 
<laughs> which, you know, he was very, very adamant last night that he had the money, but apparently yeah. not. So, and that was something that was, I think, easy to, we did call that, that he is most likely oh, yeah. hurting for money and needs Ethan. He needs Ethan's money to be able to keep his job, probably. Yeah. So yeah. he's really pushing for that. We also skipped over the scene support. where they were doing chicken with each other on jet skis. Oh, yes. That was a great montage. It was a great montage. I was kind of hoping they would both crash into each other and they, yeah. both, and they both die. That's and, how they were like, the ones, and they just floated in the ocean for six days. Yeah. <laughs> until they got back to and the... And they're the ones that are dead the in the ocean at the end of the week. Oh, man. <laughs> oh... Well, it was it was a good montage. Though. It was a good montage, and it was a decent episode. It, yeah. I, I just I don't recall feeling exactly how I feel right now. Ever in the middle of season one, I didn't get to a point or watch an episode and at the end be like, "Well, that was a little boring." Like, right. just not a lot of stuff happened, and uh, and obviously there there was like life changing shit that happened at the end. Yeah, for four different characters, but. Like a little bit prior to the end, Tanya's scene was very funny. You know what it was? It just wasn't a very funny episode. No, you're you're right. This was the lacking of humor. There were only a few laughs here or there. Mm-hmm. And for a show that does sell itself as like a murder mystery dramedy, the comedy part of the dramedy did seem to like fall away in this episode. I did not laugh out loud once. I did like a... <sighs> out my nose yep. when the <laughs> when the tarot reader said no but <laughs> other than that it felt a little bit like a slog and hopefully things start to pop the fuck off next episode yeah, and i, I think and pulls it, it i think out. it will this the you know three quarters of this episode was setting up a, a location for most of these people you know the girls are in noda the guys are partying um portia and albie are doing their thing so it's like segmented out all these characters but it's setting up like you said a life-changing or a story-changing arc uh, at the end of this episode for everyone so i think i think it will next episode you will see some fallout for something for sure. I just, at this point in season one, I was more interested in the Hawaiian manager's character. Mm-hmm. I was more mm-hmm. interested in Steve Zahn's family. I was sure. more interested in Jake Lacey and Alexandra Daddario. Uh, at this point, he had said, like, I'm inviting my mother, and that's happening. Right. And, like, yeah, oh, right. and that was right. Molly Shannon, and that's, fu- like, that was... yeah. And Alexandra Daddario, in a place with no power, just allows it to happen. And then, as we might recall, gets to the end of season one and is like, I'm done, I'm out. And then comes back to him at the airport. Ugh, which, the worst. I hated that. Yeah, a lot of people hated that. Yeah. And oddly, it. like I liked it a lot. It felt like what would, like it has a percentage chance of happening. And I think yeah, it's larger yeah. than like most people give it credit for because people want to see the people on TV make better decisions than they would in complicated right. situations. <laughs> right. But like they don't, man, uh, or they yeah, should. Maybe they easy. shouldn't. And, and there's something to be said like, yeah, but these shows are entertainment. They're supposed to make you feel feelings. And then at the end, a resolution is supposed to be uplifting. And that was just like a dagger in the heart. Oh, yeah. To be yeah. fair, though, it is then followed up by Steve Zahn's kid being like, I'm a rower and I'm staying here. So yeah, that's true. That's very was, aggressive. <laughs> that was sort of the redemption that Mike White delivered while sure. 
also stabbing the audience in the heart with Alexandra Daddario's character, yeah. uh, making the decision that she did. But I think we have to prepare ourselves for that feeling once again as oh, we enter yeah. the second half of this season and get closer to the finale where like there is going to probably be a moment where a character does something and you're hoping that they take the strong way out. You're hoping that they have gained an amount of confidence and an amount of vigor through what's happened to them to make a better decision, but then they don't. Mm. And uh, and feel bad. You'll, you'll feel bad again. Yeah. Do, do you think uh, because of the way season one ended that we may see Alex, Alexandra Daddario's character again with her husband? Do you mm. think that that may happen? They'll cross it like that? I don't think so. I, I think in, in an anthology series, even having Tanya here was like a, in, a, a yeah, big surprise. Awful. Yeah, and, But I do think that the redemption feeling at the end of this season will be a Tanya redemption and yeah, okay. I, I think the letdown feeling is definitely going to be between Daphne, Cam, Ethan, and Harper. And then I think the the other storyline of, of Albie and Portia is just going to be weird. I think that's just going to be like off-putting and uncomfortable yeah i i agree i also think that it could it could be her too she could be that depressing down because she's been this whole time she's talking about i need to get a new better job i need to get away from tanya this is terrible it's sucking my life away you know maybe that's her ending is she's just decides to stay kind of thing um which would right. be really upsetting it would it would it yeah. would anyway yeah. Thank you, everybody, for joining us here for episode three, Bull Whatever It Was. and um, <laughs> Bull Elephant. Yeah, that one. If you want to get more bonus content from us, the HBO Boys, we have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash H-B-O-B-O-I-Z for one more dollar a month. You get more stuff than just what you we the stuff that you get normally and for free. <laughs> Our patrons are Connor O'Dowd, Jamie Lochner, Chris Wood, Brinkin, Craig, John Jers. Welcome back, John, and Major Woody plus Carol. Andreas, thank you very much for our patrons. And we will be back next week with White Lotus episode four. James has me watching Chainsaw Man on oh, Crunchyroll. Yes, I saw. Is it good? It's weird. It's you know, weird. Of I, course. I, I, I'm, I am an anime novice. I, and I just sometimes like the animes I like are just the most basic, mm. like so based. Uh, it's sure. like, it's like, <laughs> death note attack on titan one punch yeah. man like it's just it's the most basic shit all time and so like it's something like this like chainsaw man has like a really interesting world building and really interesting okay. characters but it's 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 weird and i love subtitles i'm a subtitle boy i watch subtitles yeah, when are. it's english man yeah but Drives still fucking I don't know. nuts i'm gonna yeah sure so it drives <laughs> sam nuts too she hates it and i'm just like this is my life <laughs> i need i don't know life. what they're fucking saying <laughs> anyway man how was your week your week going well or? you know it was, it was good just working a bunch just doing doing stuff yeah. and um yeah you know D and D on Friday. We're D and Ding on Friday. I know. Before yes, our DM level two, we're, yep, we're leveling just, up. Yeah, I just did my level up uh, today. Oh uh, before our DM has his baby, second baby, we're trying to put as much D and D into the schedule as humanly possible. Every other week, right? Right until yep. the end of January or yeah, end of sure. December. Yeah, whenever that baby happens. Yeah, pretty much whenever that baby happens. Like she right can up, go into labor during our session. Right. He rolls <laughs> over her stomach. like, And she's like, Chad, are you serious? 
that would be best case scenario. Not for her. <laughs> Not for him either. <laughs> oh, D20, natural 20. Sweet crit. It's a girl. <laughs> 